This is the Mile High Five podcast with Carl Jensen and Doug Cunnington. We have authentic conversations about the journey to Phi, health, happiness, and some very odd tangents. We interview Phi experts, side hustlers, people on their way to Phi, and those who have reached the other side. Join us every week, and if you want the show notes and links and all that other stuff, head over to milehighfi.com. Hello, world. Welcome to the Mile High Five podcast. I am Carl Jensen with my co-host. I'm Doug Cunnington, and today we have a little thought experiment about what Carl and I would do if we had six months of free time. No constraints, no children, no sort of time-consuming things. Our normal responsibilities are gone. We just have like a project or thing or set of things we want to work on. Potentially, there's some more constraints. But before we get to the show, we do have a new sponsor today. And it is um, what looks to be it's some sort of an athletic adult massager type thing here. And um, I think maybe it's like if you get your muscles sore or something like that, then you can uh, massage it out. Have you have you used uh, like a personal massager before, Carl? <laughs> On myself or someone else? E- either one, yeah. <laughs> no comment. Okay. Well, that's cool. I mean, I think if your muscles get sore, because you've been working out a lot more, right? Um, yeah. So I think it's one of those that kind of vibrates a little bit. Here, you can take a look at the picture, and um, I think you'll understand exactly how to use that machine. Ah, okay. So anyway, it's the personal vibra- vibro, yeah, vibro 69. So you can check it out. We'll put link in the uh, show notes there. And uh, thanks a lot for sponsoring this episode. And maybe we'll have a listener giveaway at some point. Yeah. So of course, that's a joke. We don't have any sponsors. It's just Carl and I bringing, bringing you uh, the show, but we may be able to get some um maybe some factory seconds or something like that and brand mile high five personal massagers. They're waterproof. You could take them in the, the bathtub, the shower, the pool, hot tubs, not public hot tubs, but <laughs> all right. I didn't run that one by you, but um, I think you're in. Um, no comment. <laughs> okay. Six months of free time. So any constraints that you want to add to this? Yeah. So I think the constraints that I would add to it is all my time is magically free. In this case, I've got no children um, uh, because they take up time. Or if they weren't in the picture, I don't have to do anything. I think they should just go away for the purposes of this because if they're there, you're going to feel guilty. You want to spend time with them. And uh, yeah, I guess your time is just completely yours and you're not allowed to work, perhaps. You can't do anything for money. Take that away. Although I'm not sure if that's necessary. It's it's kind of like fire. A lot of the stuff we do is fun, but then we end up making money from it anyway. But yeah, I will say in my case, uh, no kids and I can be anywhere in the world I want to be. Yeah, very good. And, you know, for people to follow along, maybe we could put um, some other, you know, constraints. Maybe it's like something where you can work on it like, you know, six to 10 hours a day if you wanted to. Maybe it's a project that you wanted to pursue or some hobby that you want to get better at, but we have all these constraints in life that keep us from doing it. Wonderful things, right? Our our family, our friends, but it's hard to get a chunk of that time. And depending on what it is, you may take, you know, a couple hours to like get into the right state to do the activity that you're looking at. 
or there may be a lot of preparation and other things to consider. So it's kind of kind of interesting, and I'll I'll let you uh, answer first, and I mean you can answer a few different things if there's multiple projects that you would want to work on. Yeah. So Doug, there are two different things I would do. Uh, I'm always curious, like one thought I've had, and this relates to fitness or music or some other skill you've wanted to develop is if you went whole hog on it and you could hire whoever you wanted and work on it for as many hours of the day as you wanted, like how good could, could you possibly get? It would be interesting to see where your limit is with some of these things. And I think we all have some limits, especially when for me, it would be guitar playing. I just don't have great motor skills, but I think the first thing I would do would be fitness. I think I would try to find a really good trainer and just see, spend six months. And I would give this guy six hours of my day or, or girl and say, how, tell me exactly what I should eat. I will do exactly what you say for the next six months for these six hours. I will eat what you tell me. I will lift whatever weights I'll run. I will do whatever you want. Here are my goals. And let's see how good of a shape, how good a shape I can be. Because I'll probably, I will never be in optimal shape just because I don't have the time and I don't have someone yelling at me to do what I should be doing all the time. Nice. So fitness. Well, and to the guitar piece, I'll, I'll give two, which kind of dovetail together a little bit. I've been mentioning to you a couple times, I've been watching these uh, YouTube videos where people build guitars, acoustic guitars, and it's a very specific kind of woodworking and certain tools, and I like guitars. It looks really fun, and I have been doing uh, some small like woodworking projects. Like You gave me some tabletops, and I built like a table in the other room, which it's pretty sturdy, Like, it, and I just you know kind of put it together with no real plan. And I was like, ah, oh, it's pretty fun. I lose track of time. You build something, it's usable. So I would probably build a guitar, probably spend a lot of hours. There's a fairly significant learning curve. There's other tools to use. There's a lot of places to make a mistake. So it would be intellectually stimulating and challenging from a physical standpoint. And I would pro- like, I'd probably work for, you know, eight hours a day and it would go by in a second. Like I'd be in some sort of flow state. Yeah. And to be clear, this would be an acoustic guitar, not electric. Yeah. Most likely acoustic guitar. Although, um, yeah, I'm, I'm more interested in an acoustic guitar. Acoustic seems like it would be a lot harder. You got to get all that, uh, wood bent and curved and all that. And it, it, you, it doesn't seem like there's much room for air because if there is, you're not, the strings aren't going to touch the frets correctly and all that. Right. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot, there's a lot of that. There's uh braces up underneath. I'm pointing at a guitar over there, but there's like braces underneath that you can't see, but you know, they're, they're in there holding the structure. There's whatever, like a you know, hundred pounds or a couple hundred pounds of like pressure pulling that top in the opposite direction. So you have to glue everything. It's all very, you know, important, but, and I have looked at some of the kits for um, the electric guitars and there's a lot of times those are somewhat simpler. A lot of times it's a solid piece of wood. There's some soldering and some other light electronic things that you might have to do. You still have to set up the guitar and get everything aligned properly and intonation and blah, blah, blah. But it is kind of a a different magnitude of the stuff that you have to work on, I think. Sure. So, and then the the other one is um, just playing guitar more. So to your point, like I'm taking some guitar lessons and I'll maybe play, you know, 
10 to 15 minutes most days and then maybe one or two days a week i'll play for like 45 minutes or an hour or so and i have a lot of free time and i love playing guitar kind of like with the fitness stuff you're talking about like you enjoy working out but it's like hard to carve out some of the time because there's like so many things we want to do so i'm curious like you said if i spent like six hours a day you know you maybe couldn't play constantly because you get some sort of uh fatigue with your hands and they get tired maybe you build up to it but just working on it really hard and thinking about it all the time i wonder how much better you could get and i think actually you know you were like i don't have good motor skills it's terrible at first but then after two weeks of extremely slow progress all of a sudden something clicks so that happened with me with the finger style it sounded like a, a young child that didn't know how to move his his hands and then after like a couple weeks it like it something clicked there was no prize seemed like no progress the whole time and then all of a sudden things were working but it was i mean people don't want to listen to that (laughs) so maybe there actually is hope you just have to be tenacious and that where it might it might be valuable if you're doing the lesson or fitness or something like that you're trying to improve on an instrument to bring a third party in there to try to encourage you yeah keep you accountable so anything else aside from fitness one thing you mentioned was go anywhere in the world so did you have any like other things like that where maybe it's travel related or yeah. something uh, um there's a i can't remember what this what these dudes did but there was some guys who went to four different countries they spent three months in each and i think they've got a whole youtube video on this and they committed themselves to not speaking English when they're, they were in each of these countries. And supposedly, I'm always skeptical of these claims, but they said they were able to be fluent after three months in each country. And they're a little bit younger. Maybe their brains are a little bit more malleable. But yeah, I would go to some South American country and do the exact same thing for six months. Just immerse yourself in it. Uh, and it's kind of an, I do want to learn Spanish, but it's also kind of an experiment too. I'm curious to know if I could actually handle it. And become fluent in six months. And I think you could if you were in that environment and you had nothing else to do and you're constantly surrounded by it, every sign you see, everyone speaking it around you, you're, I think you probably could. But yeah, I would like to do that if I had six months. I would totally sign on for that. And I'm not sure if you even need six if you were super committed and went for hours every day. I think uh, two or three months might be enough. Yeah. Very interesting. Yeah. And, and how long have you been working on Spanish? Um, yeah, ever since I was 12 years old in junior high school, I always hated it as a kid, which was stupid on my part. So I never really picked it up. But the words stick with you. I think maybe this is what the young brain does. Like uh, the parts I remember come back very quickly. It's the new stuff that's a little bit harder. Um. But yeah, I took a break from it because I had to finish some stuff up in my house, but I've gotten back into it recently. But I think even a half hour or 45 minutes on Duolingo every day is never going to bring you anywhere near fluency. You're going to learn a lot of of the grammar, maybe memorize a lot of words, but you need to be there speaking to a native or someone with fluency to really get it down. Yeah, very cool. And I'm trying to think if I have any other sort of like big ones. I think I would love to hike a lot more. I like being outside. We have, you know, thousands of miles of trails like so close to us. There's no real excuse other than, you know, 
in the deep winter sometimes there's a little too much snow and maybe i wouldn't want to get out in it but yeah just hiking and walking around you know it's pretty much related to fitness but just being outside and you know tying it back to a recent episode not having cell phone service and like even if i wanted to check my email i can't and there's something freeing especially when you realize oh, everything's fine when i didn't check my email and um i didn't get a bunch of robo calls about my car warranty expiring so it's not a bad thing awesome what any other thoughts about six months of free time or i think that's it i, I kind of want to do it and i guess i might have it it'll probably be another uh, young i've got like seven more years until all the baby birds have less left the nest in the best case scenario um I'm talking about my kids being 18 and leaving the house, but yeah, maybe that'll actually do it. I, I guess the other thing re really quick is I'd love to just jump in a car and drive around for a while. We talked about this a little bit on a previous podcast. It'd be awesome just to slow travel for the U.S. I'm not sure if I do it in an RV, but just uh, have no plans whatsoever except I'm going to go west and just stop wherever I feel like. That's awesome. Yeah, I really enjoyed uh, the drive to Alaska. That was super cool. I think maybe like an ideal situation because there is some, I haven't traveled in an RV, by the way, like road tripping style. I have some interest in having like that sort of capability. And the reality is sleeping in a, a hotel with like some other amenities is uh, pretty nice. But sometimes like if you're in the middle of nowhere or you just want to get away from everything, it could be awesome to just pull off the side of the road. This is very standard traveling through uh, Canada and in Alaska. There's just sort of rest stops. Maybe there's a pit toilet, but it's just like a gravel pull off and people will just pull off and then stay there overnight. Yeah, they're all, you know, they're good to go. They have food, heat, everything they need in their little, uh, their camper or whatever they have on their, on the back of their truck. And that would be pretty fun. Yeah, that's cool. I, I like that a lot. Maybe we can do a whole, um, a whole show, a whole series. It'd be like a YouTube series, uh, you know, two guys just trying to find their way in the world. <laughs> Cody and Berman and uh, Grant from Money, which is uh, Millennial Money, I think, did a trip across the country like that. They had a oh, little yeah. Volkswagen van. I think one of them was in the top and one of them was in the bottom. So my first question to them was, you're in a pretty tight space. What happens if one of you farts? Like That sounds bad but yeah yeah we'd have to set up some rules around that Doug. i guess so that's a weird note to end on but <laughs> it's for your protection that that happens yeah all right well this is cool people let us know if you have um any dreams if you had six months off what what would you do shoot us an email you could join our email list milehifi.club there's a link in the description and all that, or you could leave comments on YouTube. And of course, thanks to the uh, Mile High Five Vibrator Company uh, or Personal Massager, we'll call it. That way we could sell them at Walmart and other places like that. <laughs> on a serious note, I have a meeting this afternoon and our merch will be up soon. I, I know we owe some people some t-shirts and uh, that is coming very, very soon, maybe as early as next week. Awesome. Very cool. All right. We'll see you, Carl. Bye, Doug. Thanks for listening to this show. That was the Mile High Five podcast, and I'm Doug Cunnington, the Balder host, and Carl Jensen is the cool, sexy one. If you dig the show, please do three things for us. 
Number one, tell a friend, a family member, an enemy about the show. We really don't care who you tell. Maybe forward them a specific show that you know that they will like. It's the single most helpful thing that you can do to spread the word. It's like giving us a virtual high five and uh, actually we don't give high fives in, in person. So the virtual kind's pretty good. And more importantly, your friend or family member or even your enemy will appreciate the fact that you were thinking of them. Number two, make sure you're following or subscribed on your podcast app, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Overcast, YouTube, whatever you're using. And that way you won't miss a show. And number three, please leave us a rating and review. We read them on the show occasionally, and you might hear yours out there on an upcoming episode. Quick disclaimer, this show is not financial or legal advice. I'd actually be surprised if it sounded like it. It's really just for entertainment, and that's at least what we're hoping for. But seriously, get advice from professionals. Carl and I are just two guys with microphones that sit in my basement and talk. So we'll catch y'all next week.